What's going on, guys? It's me, Robert. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Chance. Welcome back to the Cigar Gospel Podcast. Episode number quattro. So today, the first order of business, I'd like for you guys to grab a drink, grab a smoke, and join us in this wonderful conversation. So tell the people today what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about a different bunch of different topics, but we're going to cover some characters that smoke cigars that we like. We're going to touch up more on why cigar prices are going up. So we found out more information than the last episode or two ago that we were when we talked about that. Also, we're going to be talking a lot about cigars and bringing y'all good news because that's what we do here at the Cigar Gospel Podcast. So thank y'all for tuning in today. Let me start off, Robert. What are you smoking today? Tell them a little bit about it. Man, I am smoking the Tabernacle by Foundation Cigar. My boy, Nick. And man, let me tell you what. Have you ever smoked that before? I haven't had this one. The one that I smoked the other day was the Wise Man Maduro. Ah, that's a good one. Yes. Foundation Cigars mm-hmm. are very good. For people who don't know, that's Nick. How do you say his last name? Nick Malios. Yeah. <laughs> he used to work, I believe, for Drew Estate. I think he held, had a hand with some of the Liga Provadas, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, y'all just tell me that I'm wrong. So there's probably a good chance that I'm wrong, but. Nick is known as the chief of the Broadleaf. <laughs> yeah, that's. No, what was the other name for him? Uh, the Baron of Broadleaf? That was a pretty badass name. Because I think yeah. of Baron, I think of uh, the Bloody Baron from the Harry Potter series. And yeah. when you read the books, and yeah, so that's a badass name, the Baron of Broadleaf. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty fucking go, pretty cool to be known yeah. as, you know. Absolutely. So, what more about that cigar? Tell the people. So, actually, uh, Nick blended this one using a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, and the binder is a San Andreas binder. Oh, really? Yeah, combine the filler uh, using tobacco from the the Jump Hammerstrand and Honduras. It's from Honduras and the Jalapa and Esteli Valleys in Nicaragua. And Esteli's are Estele, Esteli, how do you say that? It's like the, I think the most common region in Nicaragua. A lot of people think that is the greatest region of tobacco grown in the whole world. I haven't really smoked but like one or two Cubans yeah. from what I've been told. So I don't even know if they're real Cubans or not. But if I had to say who's the greatest country in tobacco, my opinion is Nicaragua. Absolutely. And I, and I've talked to some people who came from Cuba who were in the cigar business, and they think Nicaragua is just as good, if not better. Definitely yeah. strength-wise, there's no other country that can produce the strength of Nicaragua. Yeah, and so I just lit it up, man, so I'm getting some good little notes. I'm getting some earthiness, a little bit of uh, some raisin almost. But we're going to continue this podcast, and I'll hit them back with... What we getting up in the middle? What about you, man? What you smoking? I'm smoking the 2009 Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year. For the first time ever, the Aging Room Nicaragua uh, Cuatero or Cuatro. I don't know. It's got two T's in it. Cuatero, maybe. Come on, man. You took some Spanish. I was Spanish club president. You know that? There you go. I still can't speak the shit. And I'm half Mexican. (laughs) That's all right. Anyways, this is uh, blended by Rafael Nadal. Um, Rafael Nadal, not the tennis player, <laughs> used to, I think he also blends for a lot of um, general cigars, maybe. I'm not sure on that, but he's a very big, famous blender. I think it's for 
No, it's not General uh, Altidus or whatever, however you pronounce the shit. But yeah, so Raphael Nadal, uh, I think he does Altidus maybe, or one of the two. He's a famous master blender, but he did this one at uh, AJ's Factory, of course. Of course. Of course. Who doesn't do anything at AJ's Factory? But it's a very good cigar. I can completely understand so far, just smoking it, on why I got Scar of the Year. 2019 plus i mean it's only ten dollars and fifty cents like yeah that's a very good price point it's definitely full body but i get some sweetness in it and it's very nice the pepper isn't overwhelming so far i really enjoy this cigar um i'm excited to continue to smoke and i'll re- be reviewing this cigar all throughout the podcast in between the topics we're going to address today so but first topic robert is we need to touch up on the cigar price Increase a little bit more information for the people that we found out recently. I got you. So, apparently, there is a filler shortage. People don't know cigars consist of a wrapper, a binder, and a filler. Filler usually have long fillers and premium cigars, and cheap cigars use short fillers. Well, the filler shortage is what's causing people to like panic buy because they think people won't be able to produce cigars because they have no fillers. Yeah, I've been told that is not a hundred percent correct. That there is a shortage, but it's not nothing to freak out about. Yeah. Some cigar companies, obviously, they're going to tell you to panic buy because that increases their sales. Mm-hmm. But the good people at cigar companies who are not hurting for money are going to tell you that just stay calm. The cigar price might be going up some more than it already is just to be able to afford. But the bigger problem is putting it in boxes and shipping. That's a bigger problem right now in the cigar industry than the actual filler is. It's what some of the bigger major companies are saying, and that's going to increase in price. So, so you're saying actually sourcing the wood and stuff for the boxes? Sourcing the wood, whatever. This is supplies and making the box because a lot of companies don't box your own cigar yeah there's some that have their own boxing warehouse i believe davidoff has a whole warehouse dedicated to their boxes and their shipping and presentation and all that not everybody does that. there's a lot of outsourcing but that is an issue especially i mean everyone knows the price of wood is just outrageous out here like it's crazy amount i mean if you're a carpenter or you actually you do any type of work involving wood you know it's ridiculous right now so I can understand that. It's going to be a, a glo- everything that happens in the U.S. is going to be globally affected. Yeah. It's just true. So I get that. So that so look out. A little bit more explanation why as for the cigar price increase more than just the supply and demand, which is still a reason. So you got supply and demand, shortage of fillers, and having trouble with the boxes and yeah. different stuff like that. So those are the three main reasons right now that cigars are going to be going up. Plus inflation. I mean, gas is like three some dollars here in Texas. Yeah. Three twenty some places. I know other states are probably higher. So you can imagine if everything goes up, cigars are going to go up. And it's not like it's going up a dramatic amount, but it could though. Yeah. Well, let's hope that it doesn't. But in the future, who knows? Yeah. We don't know that yet. But so now we're going to switch off that topic because we already had a whole episode where we kind of covered that a lot. I don't want to be repetitive. But I just wanted to add some more info. Episode two, if you'd like to yeah. hear more about that, check out episode two. But some other good news that I found out today is my favorite cigar smoking character of all shows and movies is Bender Rodriguez from Futurama. I actually named my dog after the character. Mm. He has a bendy tail and I was like, oh, perfect. I can call him Bender. 
So Futurama is going to be renewed on Hulu for 20 episodes. And a lot of people don't know this, but Futurama is my all-time favorite cartoon right up there with South Park. Yeah. And Bender is my all-time favorite cartoon character. Like, if I had to get one tattoo of any cartoon character, it's going to be Bender smoking a cigar, hands down. So I'm excited for that. And um, I am upset they're replacing John DiMaggio, the guy who played him, with someone else. I hope they can come to terms on the contract and get the original Bender character to play him, because I can't imagine another voice. Yeah. But just... uh, I know it's not cigar related, but the character is a cigar smoker. Yeah. He's always smoking, so I thought maybe it fit the show, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. So we're going to kind of talk about today in this episode a little bit other characters that smoke cigars that we love from movies and shows. So what about you, Robert? Who's your favorite cigar smoking character? Well, you know, I just got into cigars here recently, you know, within the last four or five months. Smoked a lot, but uh, the other day, you know, I was watching uh, Hellboy. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny how things, you notice certain things whenever you're interested in certain things, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I was watching Hellboy and I noticed, you know, the cigars and how they play such an important role in his character, you know? Oh, it's a major character accessory for him. There's no way you can think of Hellboy without a cigar. Absolutely. And, uh. So I watched the movie and I finished it up and of course curiosity always killed the cat and so I was like man I wonder what kind of cigars he's into you know yeah well, well those that don't know the name of the actor his name is uh Ron it's Ron Perlman isn't it yeah Ron Perlman yeah and he does a great job with the role of Hellboy. He's the bad that the other Hellboy movie kind of sucked. It was all over the place. I don't know what happened, but the original two, yeah, badass. Like comics, if you're a comic reader like I am, go read Hellboy if you haven't. It's a really badass comic by Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, and so I don't really want to say he smokes any particular type of cigar, but the research that I did did say that he prefers a Nicaraguan cigar. It's a Hoya de yeah. Nicaragua. That's his favorite. Yeah, it's a oh, it's a Hoya. The Nicaragua, I don't know the exact which one. It's the Grand Council, I believe. That's the main one he's smoking in Sons of Anarchy, which is another. Who doesn't love Clay Moro from Sons of Anarchy? I mean, obviously, he's a a heel in the show, but he's one of the greatest heels. Yeah. You know, and everyone loves Sons of Anarchy, and that's what he mainly smoked. And uh, it was a part of his agreement, I believe. For Sons of Anarchy was to be able to smoke cigars on the show. I don't think that was a part of the script. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some interesting stuff I read on him about it. And I think almost with all his movies, he adds cigars into his characters because he loves smoking that much. So he says he's limited himself to like two cigars a day now due to his doctor or whatever. But, (laughs) you know, live your life, Ron. But uh, I think that's pretty badass. Like, he's such a well-sought-out actor. They're like... All right, people don't even like smoking on TV or movies anymore, but we're going to allow you to smoke because yeah. that's just who your character is. And that's exactly. a pretty badass thing. Yeah, um, man. So, but yeah, Hellboy, man, that's a great character. That I just, you know, it's crazy. And the character, I believe in the comics, majority, a lot of the time, is a cigarette smoker. 
Really? And I think Ron smokes cigars, so he switched it to cigars. Hmm. And there's probably a lot of comics he does smoke cigars, but it could be maybe after, before. But yeah, his one of his vices was cigarette smoking. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that Ron, I think Ron had a big deal in it. Because him and uh, Guelmo de Del Toro, whatever his name is, the guy who made that, and like Desperado and yeah. Machete and all that, Machine Gun Pre. I don't know. He makes all kinds of action movies. He filmed that, and him and Ron were real close. They had done some films together in the past. I got you. And the other movie is Scarface, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tony Montana, you think of two things. Cocaine and cigars, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... But his cigar smoking and Scarface is more of a status symbol thing. Yeah. Because he didn't smoke when he was, uh... In the streets trying to come up. But as soon as he made it, he had a cigar in his mouth 24-7. So, but yeah... That's the movie's just a lot. So if you want to watch some movies where people are just smoking while you smoking, that is a very Scarface, a Hellboy. You know, if you want to laugh and be lighthearted, watch some Futurama. Yeah. I think The Godfather, they smoke cigars in a lot, too. And that's one of my all-time favorite movies is The Godfather 1. And Scarface as well. I love Al Pacino. He's in both of them. Um, very good. Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone. Robert has not seen Tombstone. Can you believe that, people out there? I, I hope not. everybody that's listening is just a complete awe and shock that a man from Texas has never seen Tombstone. I haven't, man. And it, I guess because I don't know. I, I really don't have an explanation for it other than my family really didn't watch Westerns all that much. But. Man, that's my brother's, like, all-time Western. I'm pretty sure. He's probably going to text me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But he freaking loves Tombstone. Yeah. My dad loves Tombstone. He just grew up on this shit. We grew up on a lot of Westerns, though. Like, John Wayne got played a lot in our Yeah. House. And that's the Westerns always have cigars. Clint Eastwood? Yeah. That's the ultimate badass, you know? Like, you sit yeah. there and watch Clint Eastwood movies, smoking cigar, and he's shooting people. I mean, I remember going to my grandparents' house as a kid and just... My grandfather, when he was still alive, he would uh, he would play. We'd come in and especially during the summertime when we spent uh, time over at their house and we would stay the night and stuff. It was always around lunchtime, lunchtime to three o'clock. You'd have you had the John Waynes on, and I will say it made for some of the best naps, man. <laughs> some of the best naps. There they ain't are, nothing yeah. like a good old. Black and white western just to put you down to sleep. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, You know what? That is true, though. Because my dad was watching. And my dad's not even old. I don't know. My dad just turned 54. And he still watches black and white shit. Yeah. You know. Uh, he watches it in HD, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> we come into work and he'd be in there watching Gunsmoke and Bonanza yeah, and Cheyenne and shit. But, uh. Yeah, when I was a kid, like the Andy Griffin show, and those are all great shows now. I appreciate it now as I got older. Yeah. Gomer Powell and MASH and stuff. When I was young, I'd be like, man, I'm going to go take a nap now. But yeah, I get that for sure. Um, I used to purposely turn them on, man, just because I want want to take a nice nap. And I turn them on, and man, before you know it. That's me in documentaries. Yeah. I'll, I'll learn something for 10 minutes and sleep for the next hour. Yeah. So some other good characters, though. His, uh, especially since we're on the topic where we were just talking about, you know, comic books. Yeah. Wolverine. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Logan be smoking. Be Logan smoking. be smoking. Yeah. Wolverine always got cigars, man. Yeah. And that's, it's, 
Logan is just the ultimate badass, ain't he? Yeah, I haven't seen. I, I've seen I've seen Wolverine, but it's been a while. Have you seen X Men? Yeah, I've seen X Men. Okay, I'm about to say I'm finna turn out the podcast. You ain't seen X Men. No, I've seen X Men, but uh, it's just been a while since I've I've seen it. You know, to be fresh in my mind. But yeah, that's right. He did he did smoke cigars. Yeah, man, he's a badass. And that's then, a that's a man's man right there. Look, think about Ron Perlman and Wolverine. Yeah, I mean Wolverine was like fucking. 200 years old. Yeah. I mean, come on. So, they've been smoking cigars since. He's probably upset when the Cuban embargo happened. He's oh, like, dude. damn. But, uh, yeah, Wolverine's a badass character. Who doesn't yeah. know Wolverine? Yeah. Also, it was Dutch from Predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger smokes cigars in a lot of his movies. Yeah. He's a big, big cigar aficionado in real life. Though. Yeah. He smokes a lot. He's mainly a Cuban guy, too, but if you're on a Schwarzenegger, I guess you can get Cubans as well. I don't see all the hype and, like, oh, I'm only smoking Cubans, but maybe if I was a millionaire like them, I'd be bougie like that. Maybe, yeah. But I just think there's so many good cigars in Nicaragua and yeah. DR and even Honduras. I mean, CLE produces high-quality cigars out of Honduras. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this one has uh, some fillers from Honduras. Yeah. So, but yeah, Predator. That... But if you want to smoke a cigar and feel like a man, you pour yourself a glass of scotch whiskey or bourbon, and you turn on Predator, and you watch all Schwarzenegger just, just destroy some shit <laughs> by smoking a cigar, and then mouth the whole time, cigar just staying and just smoking, just shooting. Yeah. Come on. You can't beat that. Uh, that's a great one. Also, another... Have you ever seen this? Have you ever watched Predator, by the way? Predator, I have. It's been a while, but yeah, I have okay. watched that one. That's a good one. Yeah, and you Even know... the new one was good. You know, talking about Arnold, he has this thing where... And I've seen it on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, you type in Arnold Schwarzenegger cigars, and I'm sure it'll pop right up. But where he takes a... I forget what kind of alcohol it is. A but brandy, he t- probably. Yeah, he said he was in Mexico. I think it was Mexico. Yeah, a lot of people do that. And he, he dips his, his cigar in it. I've seen people do that with Black and Miles with Hennessy, but I, I'm serious, but I don't know about that. I, I don't I don't know what the reasoning or what it is, maybe just to flavor it, you know, as you get the smoke. But So what I be, I've actually heard of this before and what the reasoning was that I heard that people back in the older days, like sixties, seventies and stuff, like our grandfathers and stuff when they smoke. Yeah. But you know, cigar care wasn't is what it is today. Yeah. So the whole belief <clears throat> off of that was you know, a cigar was more drier, so you would give it a little bit of humidity, let it wet a little bit, because oh, the cigar is dry. That would make sense if that's the reason. Maybe a little bit of flavor, especially since majority majority of cigars back then were not as flavorful as today. They were more simple. Yeah. I think. I could be wrong. Probably have some old heads be like, you don't know nothing about no cigars, boy. But Especially, I guess, the Cuban cigars were much more milder as well. That, yeah, they are. Yeah. And it's just from the soil there. Yeah. Cubans love good, mild, and medium flavorful cigars. And yeah. they, I mean, they're growing on me, too. I used to be only a full guy. Medium to full, but I love me a good Connecticut now. Yeah, absolutely. You ever watch The Sopranos? I still know. No, I haven't watched it. Uh, there's just too many seasons for me. <laughs> it's seven seasons. That, dude, that's a lot of seasons. So, you know how I'm not had COVID, thanks to you. Yeah. Robert gave me COVID at work. Over a cigar, I think, actually. Nah, I mean, man, I mean, we did, sm- we we did smoke that day, yeah. but 
I don't know. There's no telling. Anyways, when I was on quarantine, that's what I wa- I started watching The Sopranos. And Tony Soprano smokes a lot. Apparently, he smokes so much on the show that CAO, which we have a review coming soon of the CAO Amazon Basin. Yeah. It's a good cigar. And CAO created a whole Soprano line for all the characters. Really? And all that stuff. Yeah, I would like to get a hold of that if yeah. possible. Uh, I think, actually, you know, going back to the... Um, the Western that you were discussing, they have a cigar line. Well, yeah, it's, someone it's, it's, created a yeah. tombstone line like Dog Holiday and yeah. Ride or Earth. This would be kind of cool to try them out. I would definitely try it. I'm sure somewhere in Arizona. Yeah. Um, Arizona's got these massive-ass cigar shops. Like, everybody on YouTube that be doing reviews, most of the time, there's cigar shops in Arizona. Yeah. It's probably like two people, but... I'm <laughs> but that yeah. would be cool, though, to do that, for sure. Another famous guy, but I've never watched this show with Seinfeld. Yeah. I never really watched. I mean, Seinfeld, that was the, when you talk about taking a nap, if I was watching TBS as a kid, say I'd watch like King of Queens, our, our home improvement. My dad loved home improvement with Tim Allen. So I'd watch that. And then right after Seinfeld come on, I'd hit the snooze button on the couch. Uh, and uh, that was it. But apparently the guy, I mean, I'm aware of the characters. Yeah. I, but Kramer was a massive cigar smoker. Hmm. Yeah, um, he's very famous for smoking. So maybe I should go back and watch Seinfeld since there's a lot of cigar stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I'd find it funny now that I'm older. I actually never even gave it a chance. It just seemed cheesy, and I've never been like big on like Jerry Seinfeld really. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. I mean, the B movie was cool. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, talking about famous people, you know, there was a number of. There was a number of different uh, presidents that used to smoke as well. Who smoked? Winston Churchill, man. He wasn't a president. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> there you go. God damn, my boy Robert can't do math or <laughs> history. Winston Churchill was the prime minister oh, well, of, of England during World War II and before. Well, well son of a bitch. Yeah, he you became, something new. He was prime minister of England and during World War II. To, uh, they needed someone as uh, bold as he was to fight off the Nazis. Did he have a cigar in his mouth while he was doing it? Yeah, and he was a veteran. He actually fought in World War One, on the front lines while he was in the office. Winston Churchill was a real one. That's why he's so highly respected, especially over there. He's so uh, no, he's, Davidoff has a line on him, right? Yeah, to honor him, he actually smoked Romeo and Juliet. This really, yeah, and the custom size, which is now the Churchill. Hmm. So that's actually he named after Cubans. him. Yeah, he smoked Cubans. He had he had them custom made to his size and sent to Europe from Cuba. Really? Romeo and Julietas. I think he smoked some Partagas too. Miss anything from that those areas. But yeah, Romeo and Julieta Churchills. Hmm. That was his babies. And he drank scotch every day. And he also like painted nude people and stuff in his office. Really? He's a very out there interesting character. Um I don't know why I thought he was the president. No, he's not even from the U.S. Well, that tells you I'm, I barely passed my my <laughs> world history. That's yeah. okay. That's what I'm here for. Actually, yeah, to help me know that I don't know nothing. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. Um, but what's his name? I know he was a president. Who? Kennedy. Yeah, so JFK actually, did you know what he did? What is that? Enlighten me. 
I so, probably don't know. So you know he signed the embargo, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, right before he did the embargo, he uh, ordered, I can't tell you how many boxes. We need to figure that out. Type in how many boxes that JFK ordered. He had got like tons of boxes from Cuba right before the embargo. That way he wouldn't suffer from the consequences of the law he signed. Isn't that some BS? Oh, man. You know, because um, people who don't know... Cuba is communist, so this was during the time where we were in the Cold War with Russia, so we thought, you know, Cuba was an ally, Mm -hmm. because they were communists as well, and they had Castro and all that stuff going down there, and it's not going to be a history podcast, but JFK ended up signing an embargo that we would no longer trade with them at all, and the main thing we got from them was cigars, but JFK actually ordered or managed to secure 1,200 Cuban cigars just hours before signing the trade embargo. Because it wasn't illegal to have them once they were already in the U.S. It's just illegal to get them. Well, thanks for the heads up, bro. <laughs> and it's like, really, JFK? Like, he's like, I. it's like he didn't want to sign it. Yeah. It's like, ah, damn. Someone made him sign it. And then, I mean, that's how it works in government, right? Yeah. The president's just the body there. But, yeah, I was like, damn, that kind of sucks. You know, you know, now that we're on this. Go ahead. No, I said now that we're on the topic of famous people, um, you know, another really famous people who's another really famous person who most people would know would be uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, the goat of basketball. Yep. Yeah, he smokes big ass Cuban cigars. Yeah, I actually uh, saw the, uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out, but the Cigar Aficionado interview with him. It was uh, it was yeah. really good, man. I enjoyed watching that video. I think that's the thing to do, though, for like an athlete. When you win a championship, you celebrate with champagne or Budweiser poured on you, and smoking cigars. And most of them are good cigars. Now I will say, I don't know what's going on. I think it was the Bengals. Yeah, I think you're right. Here that recently, was smoking the Tabac Tabaca. Yeah. What is it? I call them tabacs. Tabac. I was like... The special? Yeah, of all the cigars you're going to smoke from Drew Estate. if Even just Drew Estate. You know, if I win a championship, I want a Padron. You yeah, know what I'm absolutely. saying? absolutely. Maybe a Liga Pravada. I know when the Chiefs won, they smoked Liga Pravadas. You have a picture of LaShawn McCoy smoking a Pravada. I think it's number nine. Yeah. And it's like, how could you smoke a Tabac Especial? I'm th- man, get out of here. That's I mean, not how I want to celebrate winning championship. That's just my personal opinion. If you're out there and you love that cigar and that's how you celebrate, that's awesome. Yeah. I just don't see that as a celebratory cigar. I see that as a daily cigar. Yeah. It's absolutely. infused too, I believe. Yeah, it is an infused cigar. Yeah. I actually have one in my acrylic humidor that I got for my wife. And you, st- yeah. It's, it's- I still ain't smoked it, man. But it's yeah. not that I don't like infused cigars. It's just, it's not my forte, you know? Look, I'll smoke an acid, but it doesn't mean, hey, hey, Chance. You just won the national championship or the Super Bowl. What cigar do you want to celebrate? Go ahead and give me an acid blue. No, you want no. a Gurkha, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you hand me a Gurkha, I'm not smoking that thing for no Super Bowl. I might hold it in my hand for a picture, but it ain't going to be lit. I'm serious. My least favorite brand in the whole world is Gurkha cigars. <clears throat> now, do they have great marketing? Absolutely, they do. Their bands look beautiful. They got signs everywhere, cool shirts, cool logos, you, cool names, you name it. But yeah. man, they just, they're shit, in my opinion. If you're listening out there and you like Gurkha, and you have a certain Gurkha, and you want us to smoke it, 
you're gonna have to send it to us because I'm not gonna go buy no Gurkha. Yeah. I would give it a shot if someone sent it to us. I'll give a full honest review, and if I liked it, I'll go buy one myself. Yeah. But I just don't see that really happening from a Gurkha. That's my least favorite brand, like of all time. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Robert's never smoked Gurkhas. I think it's because he knows I hate Gurkhas. Yeah, another great guy is um, that smokes is Family Feud man, Mr. Steve Harvey. Think oh, like a man, man guy. The man with the bald head and the mustache. Yeah, he smokes a lot of cigars. <laughs> he calls it his yoga, and I feel that. People do yoga to get away from stress, and we smoke cigars. I mean, Robert might be a little on the plus side to be doing those poses and shit. So I just smoke instead. It's a good alternative. Oh, I can do some yoga, bro. You ain't never seen me stretch it out. <laughs> Robert be doing twister and shit when I ain't here. <laughs> um, so yeah, we just poured up a glass too of Martel Cognac that Robert's wife brought to us. BSOP finished in bourbon cask out of France, Blue Swift. So I may not know who Winston Churchill is, but I know a good cognac when I taste one. You drink a lot of cognac? You drink Hennessy and shit? I've had it before, <clears throat> but I think the you few times it. I have had Hennessy, I don't remember how I ended up home. It so, is pretty good, cognac. It's nice and smooth. This one's very smooth. So, well, I'll see it taste your cigar. It's a nice blend. Nice, nice pairing that I got with this aging room. This is strong. <clears throat> since the... Since it's smooth on the cognac, it goes well with this full-body cigar. Speaking of cigar, how's... <clears throat> you look like you're about midway, maybe top. I'm past midway. So how is it? It's a very pleasant cigar. I can... I can see why it's... It was good. I don't know if I would have gave it number one. Maybe in 2019 when the blend came out. But it is a very good cigar. Maybe I'll smoke it again and actually doing a full review. You know, here talking, I forget yeah. sometimes to truly taste, but I'm very pleasantly surprised. And the draw is good, I don't have to touch it up. No, a lot of flavors. Definitely on the strong side. I mean, it's a Nicaraguan Puro, so it's going to always be strong. But with yeah. that bourbon, man, they, they kind of react pretty well. I enjoy this bourbon a lot. Yeah. I don't know the taste of notes of it, though, yet. It smells nice. I don't drink that much Henny and stuff like that. Though. No. No, I mean I've had. I mean, I've been, I've been off the henny a few times, but it's good cognac. Rum is what most people pair with cigars. Due to Cuba's a big rum producer, the Caribbean. That's true, yeah. So I would like to drink some rum and smoke some cigars. I did one time during Peaky Blinders season five release. I drank some rum, smoking some cigars, so I could feel like a badass when I was watching Thomas Shelby. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. ain't seen Peaky Blinders yet. I ain't seen a whole lot of stuff. Damn, Robert. I know, man. I'm going to have to season. catch up on some shows. Season 6 is about to come out, and I'm so lit for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Mine's mine's been doing well. Um, that first uh, foundation cigar I had the other day was real pleasant for me. And those that don't know me know that I'm a big fan of the Aroma de Cuba. And uh, <laughs> that wise man I had made me rethink my choice as to what my daily smoke is because the wise man's like I think it's like a 75 cents more maybe maybe a dollar more it's like 10 something yeah, yeah maybe a dollar more or so than the Aroma de Cuba but it was really good and this one here 
this tabernacle is really good. I was actually reading up on it as we were talking. And uh, so if you if you Google it and you look at the image of it, it's got a, uh, here, let me hand this to you. It's got a picture of a guy. A king, yeah. Yeah. A tabernacle is a church, place of worship or something like that. So the the story behind it is the tabernacle tabernacle box tells the story of the cigar's name. So the artwork has a image of none other than Halle Selassie, the 225th king of Avicennia. Sorry, I can't. I can't. Avicennia. Really yeah. So the lineage traces directly to King Solomon and Queen Sheba. Ah, uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So the reference to tabernacle is a container for the Ark of the Covenant. Mm. Do you know a lot about the covenant? Um, no, not really. Now, there's two ways you can go about the covenant. You can read the Bible, hear about the covenant and its powerfulness, or you can watch Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens? <laughs> Ancient Aliens believes the covenant has some type of radiation power, because even in the Bible, anyone who touched the, co- uh, the Ark of the Covenant would die. Well, I ain't trying to believe in no aliens, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, the Ark of Covenant is very, very, it's yeah. a, a powerful, powerful thing that yeah. they believe just had radiation. Hmm. So whether you believe it's spiritual, is like, you can't touch that, because you died if you touched it, yeah. straight up. So, but now that's hmm. crazy that, I never heard of this king, 225th. It's crazy how you learn so much smoking just one cigar, you know? Yeah, I don't even know, so I don't know Solomon's line, I just... New Solomon and Queen Sheba, obviously. And then you can find out more Solomon stuff when you start reading into Ethiopia and Christianity and literature. Yeah. They even talk about him flying on a carpet and stuff in Ethiopia. Like Aladdin? Yeah, that's where it well, came yeah. from. It was King Solomon hmm. would fly on a carpet to visit China to talk with the emperors of China and come back. It's not mentioned in the Judeo-Christian Bible, but in the Ethiopian it, talk, it talks about it a lot. I wonder how many miles per gallon he got on that carpet. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely weren't paying three dollars and twenty freaking cents a gallon. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. I didn't know that. I smoked a tabernacle before. I never even thought to look up yeah. who the king was. It makes sense. It has a Solomon look to it. Yeah. You know, because people who don't know Solomon was considered the wisest man of all time, the richest man of all time, all that good stuff. Until he was brought down by his uh allowing his wife which i believe was queen sheba to worship other gods mm. build statues and all that and that's what brought him down mm. quote unquote so whether you believe in that or not that's some history for you i'm a history nerd y'all haven't picked that up by now i'm not if y'all haven't picked that up by now <laughs> but yeah man that's badass mine didn't have nothing like it. mine just says freaking aging room Quadero. Well, it's, it's so cool, man, when you go to the cigar shop and you see these, these, you know, these, these bands. bands and, you, you know, for me, like I said, and people that haven't heard me say this, a lot of the times you shop with your eyes first, right? <laughs> so if I see a nice boulder, I'm going to pick that boulder <laughs> up. For, who, for y'all that don't know that reference, Robert said he shops with his eyes. And there was a meme that got put in our review video on the Espinosa LV cigar that has Donkey from Shrek saying, That's a nice boulder. Yeah, so. <laughs> Robert is Donkey. So I, I shop with my eyes. And so when I go to the cigar shop, I look, man. And, and of course, the well, cigar. How, I have a question. How else can you shop? Well, 
by feel, by touch, by... I was just curious if you're blind. It's kind of <laughs> frowned upon if you smell a cigar before you purchase it, so you don't really want to drag that across the mustache. Especially not yours. Yeah. And that big old caterpillar be snotting. Absolutely. But, coffee on it. But when I, when I, I was looking because Foundation was a brand that I wanted to experience and, and, and smoke more of. And so when I finally found them, um, I looked and they had some really cool, you know, bands on them. And I was like, man, I wonder why they, why they decided to go that route and stuff. So as you smoke it, you learn and you, you start reading and, and you get to learn this part of, I guess, history, you could say, you know? I mean, it is history, yeah. So, I, I, to me, a cigar tells a story, you know? Absolutely. So, whether or not you're smoking this or you're smoking a Padron or smoking the agent room, you know, it still has a story to be told. Yeah. Yeah. So, that is true. I mean, every cigar goes through three to 400 hands just to be made. You yeah. know, like, that's crazy. You don't know what those people are thinking or going through at the time it's made, but they have enough pride to bring you a high quality. That's why, people, you don't stomp out your cigar. You let it die with dignity for the honor of everyone who puts so much pride and time into making that cigar for you to enjoy. Are you done, Karen? <clears throat> hey, I'm just saying. You go to a cigar shop and you stomp that out. You ain't getting bite it back. But that's right. That's, that's true. I'm trying to help these people. Well, I want to tell the people what I'm excited for. What are you excited for? So the local shops got an event coming up. And I'm sad, bro, because you ain't going to be there with me. But it's one of my favorite brands. Actually, one of the first brands that I discovered when I got into, or that you helped me discover. You will. When I got into, thank you, when I got into cigar smoking was my father's. And, uh. So they're having an event on the 24th. Yeah. And I'm excited about it, man. I'm, you know, there's, I think I've smoked most of my father's, but there's still some that I haven't got, and I'm, I'm saving those for the event. That's how I feel. Every time I go in there look at my father's section, I'm like, because all the bands look so much alike. I'm like, yeah. how do I smoke this or not? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like at some point I just need to go in and buy one of everything that's there and just be like, all right, now I'm done. You yeah. know, I've done it. Because I don't know. Um, but every cigar Don Pepin and Jaime make, Jaime Garcia, is great. Yeah, and I think the judge actually, um, one of the My Father's Cigar, actually made the list, right, this year for the um, 2021? I'm not positive on that. I know we were told by our cigar shop to go ahead and buy them when you can because it's going to be a while before they get more in for the judge. Yeah. My Father the Judge. MF for the Judge. That's what I used to think it was called. Like a dumbass can just think, oh, MF stands for my father. Yeah. It sounds cooler that way, though, people. Say what you smoke. I'm smoking a motherfucking judge. Yeah, it actually made, yep. Yeah, it made number 17 on the the top 25 of 2021. The Grand Rebusto size. Yeah. That's a good size, actually. Yeah. And that is a fat cigar, man. That box press, it is. But I actually really enjoy it. Um... Some more on the foundation, though. All of their bands are like, they have a David and a Goliath. Yeah, I actually have a couple in my in my acrylic container. Yeah, those are so good. And then they have a lot of biblical type of bands and names on it. Man, it's so badass. Thanks to David, it ha- he's holding Goliath's head after he chopped it off. And I'm pretty sure in the band, you should Google it, the image. Yeah. It's, 
This is badass. Which man. one is that? The David. I'm pretty sure David is holding Goliath's head. Um, I put in a lot of. That's the beautiful thing about cigars. The bands are this massive artwork. It's like Nick was from Foundation was like, man, let's create like some um, type of bands that resemble like Renaissance art. Because that's what I get from when I look at it. I think of Da Vinci and all them and these Michelangelo, these great um, Renaissance artists. Oh, no. So he's about to chop off Goliath's head. Well, that's on the Goliath. What's on the David? Oh, so they're the, the same, same image. image. They're yeah. just two different sides. So the David is a 5x54 Perfecto. And the Goliath is a 5x58. So it's a little fatter, obviously. I mean, you can distinguish between the two names that it should be. Yeah. But it has David on top of Goliath with the sword about to strike. Little small David. It looks like he's 5'2", and Goliath is a Nephilim, apparently, which Nephilims were around 8 to 10 feet. So it looks like he's about to chop the Nephilim Goliath's head off. So so who says you can't read the cigar gospel and learn some biblical history? (laughs) Only Chance knows it, but... (laughs) But, yeah, that's pretty badass. But the High Castle by Nick, that is what his premium cigar i think it's like 15 bucks 14 15 bucks that's one i was telling you today at the shop that you yeah, need to yeah, try yeah. the high castle yeah he wanted to honor like whenever you walk into the queen's palace in england that mm-hmm. was that whole experience I and mean, that is a damn good cigar it's more on the mild side yeah but man it's really really good that's it so he made the charter oak which is like five or six bucks so the everyday person can smoke a good cigar and then made the high castle for the premium people like us mm. <laughs> I say us. I'm a closet. I'm a closet or closet closeout sales guy. That's where I get all my good cigars. So where from. do you shop at, bro? What do you mean? Where you get? Where you, where's your closeout closet? Where's your selection at? <laughs> TJ Maxx. <laughs> no, but anytime I go to the cigar shop, they got that fifty percent off. Oh, and they had yeah, Ashton Symmetry go. in there. Ashton Symmetry is a damn good cigar. They had a. Uh, the Key by A.J. Matt Booth and Caldwell. It's the only Caldwell cigar I think is worth a damn that I've smoked. Really? I mean, you loved that other one you smoked the other day. Yeah, The King is Dead. I think A.J. Fernandez. Yeah, so I'm going to have to try that one again. Yeah. But I tried a couple other, the Caldwell yeah. by himself, and I didn't care for it. It wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a try again. Yeah, you definitely should. And I always say you give a cigar two times, and if you don't like it then, then. Well, I gave Gurkha like three times, and I still hate Gurkha, just to say that. What cigar have you not been a fan of? Um, you know, and it was just right when I was starting out. It was actually the, um, the Padromo. Which one? The Champagne? No, it was the... Oh, the Sun Grown. There you go, yeah. That's a damn good cigar. And and I had to give it another shot. I just haven't. I got the Padromo, the, the 20th anniversary. Maduro. Yeah, they, they say that one's super strong. Man, I tell you what. I tell you what, in Hank Hill's voices, if I could... That cigar does not play. That is one of the best under $10 cigars. If we were to do a contest, uh, hey, what's the best 10 and under cigar? That thing is fighting hard for its spot. You think so? Oh, yeah. I'll put you to, on your ass. I haven't smoked it yet. I got it sitting in there aging up a little bit. So the beautiful thing about Padromo is, though, they do a draw test for every single cigar. A lot of factories don't do that. They just take one out of a box. Every single cigar gets a special draw test yeah. and a quality control test. And he still doesn't want to charge that much. That's why Padromo, and it, it's aged for like five years or more. I can't even remember. Maybe eight eight years. I'm sorry. It's eight years for the Maduro. You so go. you're smoking this premium eight-year-age cigar that has quality control. So every time you're going to cut it and light it, that thing is going to smoke. 
And I know from experience, and it'll light your ass up. Yeah. You need to smoke that. There's a lot of pepper in it, though. I'm warning you now. Yeah. So be careful. I know, man. Tread lightly, my friend. You know I don't like all that spice on my, my cigars. Robert is Mexican. I'm only half. He don't like no spice. He don't even eat hot Cheetos. I'll eat them, but I got to have a glass of water next to me. I definitely will struggle through the bag. Do you eat hot sauce with tacos? I do, man, but it's a couple of drops. A couple of drops? Yeah, just to add a little flavor and a little spice. But I tell you what, the other day I was, we went to a spot and I got some crawfish. Oh, yeah. And they didn't have the option to order just regular, you know, medium or extra spicy. Man, they bring these crawfish out covered. And I don't know what you want to call it. But, dude, I've been into the first one. And, you know, when you eat crawfish, you're supposed to suck the head off. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, it whooped ass. Man, I took a, I took a, I, I say, I took a draw like I'm taking a draw on the cigar. And, man, that thing hit me. And I was like, oh, man, I got five pounds of this. And I made it through the, I, I made it through, <laughs> but yeah, it, after, you know, it was, it was kind of rough. I was like, golly, but yeah, I don't really like, um, you know, even spoot, um, spoot, food, food spices are, are kind of heavy for me, but yeah. Yeah, it's okay. My uncles and them eat jalapenos like on my mom, on my mom's side. God damn, now you got me over here stuttering and shit on my mom's side. My uncle be eating jalapenos just fresh, just sitting there at every meal. Me and my brother tried to do that shit for a little bit when we lived together. It didn't last very long. I put a little hair on your chest, though. Yeah. Have you ever done habaneros playing? Man, I had some ghost pepper pickles one time that this guy I used to work with made. Holy shit. Them things just spot. I tell you what, he gave me a Carolina Reaper pickle. Ooh. I almost called 911. I was in the corner holding my stomach for an hour. I thought I was developing an ulcer as we speak. The whole time I was just like... <sighs> Stomach hurt so bad. Everyone's yeah. hanging over the trash can trying to throw up because they were in so much pain. It was miserable. God, we didn't do no. nothing that day at work. Let's just say that. So I highly recommend to not eat Carolina Reaper pickles. Ghost pepper pickles, go for it. They're hot, but they won't kill you. Carolina Reaper, they might kill you. Like, honestly, I felt like Golly. I was going to have to call 911. I was having ulcers and all kinds of shit. I was like, abdominal mm. issues. To have a damn AA or something triple A going on. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I definitely couldn't. I I would never survive that, dude. There ain't no way. Yeah, yeah, I ain't, I, ain't a, I ain't a big spice guy. But with that being said, guys, we hope you enjoyed the comedy and the conversation in this podcast. I know we kind of veered off here and there, but we do hope that y'all enjoyed it. Y'all make sure to like, drop a comment. And definitely subscribe to the podcast because me and Chance are going to be talking about some very interesting topics. Oh, yeah. If y'all want to continue to hear me go on these crazy history tangents in the middle of talking about cigars, then stay tuned. (laughs) I'm Chance. And I'm Robert. And and we we are are the Cigar Cigar Gospel. Gospel.